It's time to play Shootout with Strick. Call now, 464-5685, to take your shot against Eric Strickland. Shootout with Strick, brought to you by Buffalo Wings and Rings. Time to play the game! We need a contestant. Call now, 402-464-5685. Again, $30 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. We've been doing this uh, for a few weeks now, a couple weeks now, uh, where it's not $15 every day. It's $30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays is typically when we've been doing that. So, again, 402-464-5685. Four questions for Strick, four for you. Uh, $30 to Buffalo Wings and Rings is the prize. Strick, I just saw this come over the wire. Uh, something to talk about while we wait for a contestant. Caleb Love, uh, who transferred from North Carolina at one time, committed to Michigan, uh, wasn't allowed in, didn't end up making it to Ann Arbor, announces he's going to Arizona, of all places. Now, uh, Arizona, of course, ended up losing Kirk Creesa, who visited Nebraska, but he's at West Virginia. But I want to focus more on the Michigan aspect of this with Jawan Howard. Up and down tenure, they've been a pretty consistent postseason program, NCAA, NIT. If Michigan doesn't make a run, is Jawan Howard's seat hot? We can't hear you, Strick. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. I think so. I, I I think when you look at not just what's going on on the court, kind of what's happening, you know, you lose Hunter Dickinson. I hear their NIL situation isn't really in lockstep. And this is, this is something that it takes a work from the coach to have to get out there in the community, get out there and find uh, with the resources you would expect that Michigan and their alumni, you would expect that Michigan would be pretty solid in their, in their collectives. Now, the problem I think Austin comes in is there's been off the on the court issues, you know, fighting with coaches, things that are going on during games. You have that going on, and then you add just other stuff to that. You gotta you gotta weigh that out, man. You gotta see is he the one that's going to to get you there? He's gonna take you there. You you. He's kind of been in situations where their teams haven't played very well at all. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he fights back and he kind of squeaks in and, and, and then makes a, a little run that kind of changes the, the narrative on it. But is he really doing the job? And I think that's something that they're going to have to uh, take a close look at and to make that decision. But I think you gotta you got to look at him being possibly on the hot seat. Real quick before we get to Kent on the line to play the shootout. Say, oh, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Caleb Love going down there, but they also landed uh, Nibhart. They right? did. Mm-hmm. They also got, so they've got a great, so so here's the thing with Caleb. Nibhart is a great distributor. He's going to find people and, and, and do what he does. He likes to get it in transition. So or no, right. he, went to, he went to Gonzaga. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, where his brother went. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he was to Gonzaga. Yeah, Arizona Arizona was the rumor, and that's why Creighton fans were all up in arms. They're saying tampering, but he ends up at, okay. at the Zaga, with the Zags. Exactly. Okay, good, 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 good. No, and that doesn't work. I think that's – Caleb Love is a very ball-dominant type of guy, and you got to work that out in your system if you're going to allow that to happen. I think that's where a lot of the problems happen with him out in North Carolina. Right. All right, let's play the shootout with Strick. Let's go to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Welcome in Kent. Kent, how's it going today? Oh, pretty good. Glad to hear it. Uh, you know the rules of the game, four for Strick, then four for you. Good to go on that front? 
Sure. All right. Uh, hold tight then, Kent. We'll give Strick his four questions, and then we'll get to you. All right, Strick, uh, your round of the shootout begins here in three, two, and one. He leads all MLB hitters in batting average. Luis Arias or Freddie Freeman? Freeman. It's Arias. He leads all MLB pitchers in wins. Nathan Avaldi or Shane McClanahan? McClanahan. Yep. He leads all MLB hitters and runs batted in. Adalas Garcia or Jordan Alvarez? Garcia. Yep. And this team has the most wins in the National League. Dodgers. He pulls it at the buzzer. Stricky, well done. The Dodgers have a one-win advantage over the Atlanta Braves with one more game played. Hmm. Well done. That's three out of four. A good return to the shootout. Well done. Had to think it through. Had to to hit him with the three ball. (laughs) Mellow style. All right, Kent, three to tie, four to win. Are you ready for your round of the shootout? You bet. All right, starts here in three, two, and one. He leads all MLB pitchers in earned run average. Joe Ryan or Sonny Gray? Sonny Gray. Yep, he leads all Major League Baseball hitters in home runs. Pete Alonso or Jorge Soler? Uh, Soler. It's Alonso. He leads all MLB hitters in stolen bases. Asturi Ruiz or Ronald Acuna Jr.? Ruiz. Yep, and this team has the most wins in the American League. Tampa Bay. Wow, no hesitation, and he nails it. We are going to a tiebreaker. Kent, well done. Uh, I'll give Strick a question. He'll give a number. Kent, you'll give over under. All right, Strick, here's the question. Brad Keller of the Kansas City Royals has allowed the most walks of any Major League Baseball pitcher this season. How many walks has he allowed? I'll give you this context. He has pitched in nine games and 43 and one-third innings. Can't hear you again. You said nine games? Nine games, 43 innings. How many walks has he allowed? Forty-two. is the number, Kent, over or under? Under. Boom shakalaka! Finish him. Give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! Kent, congratulations. You squeaked it out. Strick, a fantastic guess. The number was 40. Wow. <laughs> 40 walks. Said 42. So close. Kent, hold on the line. Again, congratulations on the win. We'll get your information down. You win the $30 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. Strick, that's that's painful. You, he forced a game seven and he got it done. He was the heat. I'm sorry. Golly. Congratulations. Hey, I gave him my best. I gave him my best. I, sometimes your best ain't good <laughs> enough. You just got to keep trying and trying again. A heck of a guess, a game well played. We're going to switch subjects from the NBA to NHL a little bit, but that's going to lead us off into a little bigger uh, a talking point. Want to set that up for the listener, Strick? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I found very interesting in, 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 in the, the NHL space is that you've had a lot of the expansion teams that have had great 
pretty good success in the earlier stages of their uh, existence. And you can't say anything more than what the Golden Knights have done in Las Vegas and the success that they're having. They're on their way back to the NHL Stanley Cup. Great series that they had against the Dallas Stars. A tradition, uh, a great tradition in Dallas, and they were able to get it done on Dallas's home ice in Game Six and in <laughs> in dominating fashion, to say the least. Absolutely, we're going to talk about it. We're going to dig into it. We're going to talk and you know just kind of dig into why is it that in NHL you can pretty much have that kind of success pretty early. Um, there's some 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 things about it, but why don't we see it in more sports? Why don't we see it in the NBA? Why don't we see it in NFL? Uh, it's pretty tough because most of them don't do very well as they go into expansion. So we'll dig into that. That's the conversation. Stay tuned. Hour two on the block comes your way after this.